¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddie. Thank you for joining us. You know, typically, here's where I introduce, you know, my primo and yours. But we just literally try to decide what to call the man. But I'm going to name everything I know about him. So this is El Siete, El Chicume, El Walter, the unknown one, El Volcán, the Usulután. El Huachas. El Huachas, El Walter. Nah. Okay, there you go, everybody. There's our primo Walter mm -hmm. or any of those other nicknames, surnames, or in between you can call them. Say what's yeah. up, Walter. Hola, ¿cómo están todos aquí chupando limón? Literally chupando limón. Are you preparing yeah. for something? I mean, what, it's like 1245 no. on it's a Sunday. So this is one that I ask you guys. You're all grown men, fucked up stomachs at this point probably. When you eat something that's too greasy, do you start feeling it later on? Like, does it fuck you, fuck you up? Because I can eat a burger, but I can't eat a burger the, for the whole week after that. Like, if I have something greasy, like some greasy food, I need like a soda or limon or something because I feel like I'm hungover or something. Like, my stomach is not good. So, so we we'll just break protocol here because you're asking questions to to me and, of course, assuming our guest. We have Mr. Oscar uh -huh. Garza, 2.5 of the five meats with us today. Say what's up, Oscar. Oscar. What's up, everybody? Oscar Garza, half of five meats comics, now part of Chispa Comics, a uh, offshoot Ooh. of Scout Comics. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Hello, Oscar. Thanks for joining us, man. You guys have been crazy busy. You got a lot of news for us. I'm really excited to talk about. I'm sure the listeners do too. But first, guys, remember you can follow us at My Primos Podcast on all social media. And by the way, I do want to say there is a new voicemail option on there, by the way. I got this whole deal where you can click a button, record a message, and we can listen to it and play it on the show. So don't shy away. Now you can talk shit instead of writing shit. And we definitely want to hear you. I know El Siete or El Chikum and is the one that likes it. but no shit. Besides <laughs> no smelling shit. shit. <laughs> but, of course, I just want to follow. Hey, you know what? Give a follow at 5 Meats. Please check them out on Twitter. They always got something to say on Instagram, of course. Uh, but, guys, remember, you are the reason we do this show. We love to talk to you, share between primos. Everything's okay. You know, we can have conversations that are fun, heavy. Just remember, guys, we're here week to week on any of your podcast services. So, Greasy food. <laughs> yeah, to answer your question, uh, Walters, you the uh, Dirt McGurk. Uh, nice. Shikume, AKA Protect your neck. The baddest Joe, man in podcasting. Joe Darte. The cara sucia. Once you get old enough, man. Some your, body, your, your stomach just can't tolerate shit, and it's up to your stomach to decide what that is. I mean, like. What you do? Uh, what you do for the whole week? Almost right. Sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Like if I eat brisket, <laughs> if I eat brisket, like after seven p.m., I'm fucked up for like two days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like I, so I have a, I got like a once a week <laughs> minimum on like brisket. Uh, if I'm gonna eat it, serve it to me for lunch, please. Oh, so wait, it's like a menu pause. And said like, yeah, the reflux gets you. You know, yeah. you just gotta start popping them tums. You know, yeah. tums and um. um you know, but you know what? what? I'm a, I'm of the opposite. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Fuck Tums. Even though I'm a crybaby when it comes to stomach <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry. I am. I'm a crybaby. I'll drink a sal de uvas all day or a sal picot, you know, whatever. But I, I won't do Tums. You know why? Because I'm of that inkling of you don't need chapstick until you start using chapstick. 
you don't need Tums when you start using Tums. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? I, I used it and I need it. That's <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up, man. Like Walter's telling me he's like, gonna go like roll around Chuck E. Cheese's ball pits and shit because he wants oh, to get his kids sick. You yeah. know, so just don't put chapstick on them. It's all you might as well put Vaseline, like, and it'll be you know, okay. Tums, it, Tums cost, you know, it'll go to Walgreens. It doesn't cost more than some bubble yum or Big League Chew. It's just a little roll. It's okay. So, hey, Oscar, like, last time. I'm not time, Tums shaming, <laughs> by the way, okay? Don't Tums shame me, bro. Yeah. Hey, Oscar, last time, last time I saw you. Well, I didn't actually get to see you. I was there too late. Uh, Slam Portal. Yeah. Ooh, well, yeah. Okay. So what happened was I was actually not at fucking Slam Portal, the very oh. first Slam Portal for the for the mm. for listeners. Yeah. Is it's a uh, uh, a spiritual uh, cousin of Party World Wrestling, which I am also affiliated with. Uh, one good thing to come out of the pandemic is that instead of one comedy wrestling company in Austin, Texas, there's God. two, uh, and, and coming soon there'll be three. Which is pretty amazing. That and that means more places to to wrestle for us comedy wrestlers, and it also means more comedy wrestling entertainment for people to watch. Which is pretty. Can I ask? I'm curious because yeah. I remember the old days where you would see somebody on WCW and then randomly show up on WWF, and then yeah. randomly they're doing this offshoot on mm-hmm. a TNT version of it, and then somebody's doing a, a drop kick on WMAC Masters. I'm like, well, what is it? So would you mean would you would you be exclusively working like with like would your character or your alter ego or persona be spread the love let's say or are you gonna have to create new alter egos or new, no, new characters? No, no, no. It, it's um, it's it's all wide open, man. Like uh, that's the good thing about indie wrestling, you know, not TV wrestling, is that you are your own character. That's your own shit. So you take that wherever you go. Um, but you can, but they, but they right, switch it up too, right? Some, uh, some of it, them switch it, it up, right? like, like for TV, they'll do it because WWE, WWE likes to own their shit. So you can't bring your own character over there. They'll replace your name and they'll change your costume and all that bullshit, which is, you know, that's how they do it. But now every company on TV now, uh, which is pretty rad, they're doing the old school way. Everybody except WWE, like AEW, Impact, MLW. Uh, every TV wrestling company that's not WWE, uh, they don't fuck with your, for the most part, they don't fuck with your character. So, I mean, do you, you feel can, that that's the way it should go back to, even yes. with the big time? Yes, 100%. 100%. Uh, for, for a company to own your character, that's bullshit, in my opinion. It shouldn't happen. Unless that company creates that character, you know? Like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, WWE created Undertaker, so I get it when he can't be undertaker somewhere else but like if you if you make a name for yourself and you're popular and they want you for that character they should uh you know they should just honor that and that's what aw is doing which is pretty rad they, so they a for for part, uh, pwr you were at fourth fourth tap up fourth north, tap, right? yeah mm-hmm. but then for this one you're right here close off of Cesar chavez which yeah is cent- nice. central machine a, works yeah, yeah. and I, i'm really? only like I'm like seven minutes away from that one, so I'm happy that you guys. Hell yeah! So then you guys stick to one venue per se, or how does that work? Like, well, uh, Party World Wrestling is exclusive to Fort Tap, mm-hmm. uh, but Central uh, Machine Works has been pretty good to Slam Portal. So for the foreseeable future, that's where we're wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and also at the same time, it's not. I'm I'm not one of the bosses, so it's not a. I have. Mm-hmm. I don't no, totally same. have all that information, but for oh, now, yeah. that's where we're at. There you are. Okay. But cool. so what I wasn't, I, yeah, I wasn't I able to do the, the first show. One. 
I want to go to one of your shows. I, I definitely want to. Uh, I, I want to see and and participate at least be in the audience, you know. And uh, Walter's gone a couple times, and he tells yeah. me that it's a blast. It's so much fun that anybody's welcome, you know. Family, very very family oriented, like a bunch of kids. You see, and on one of the occasions, like they even jumped into the outside of the ring, and they're like fighting on the tables, and so yeah, it's really, crazy. It's better than medieval times, everybody. So definitely par- party Thank world you. wrestling. And uh, Slam Portal, Slam Portal Wrestling, uh, July 9th. That's when oh, we'll be. There we go. So July 9th, this coming will up, be coming up, actually. coming up right around the time this episode is out there for everybody listening. Right, Definitely. Right, right. It'll work you, right you there. Also, you also recently did a Party World Wrestling as well, right? On... I did. Yeah, I did a Party World what? Wrestling. Uh, and is that, the first one, is that the first one since the pandemic or not? Or... So, yeah. Pretty much, that's a big deal too, right? Like you guys, that's the that's the first one I ever went to. Part of World Wrestling, and that was okay. good, man. I wrestled a really good guy there by the name of um, Prince Adam. He's one of the best wrestlers in Texas, like legit. And he wrestled Pugginhead, the real boy, not Uh-oh. puppet. And man, we tore the house down, man. We went nuts. It was it was so good. <laughs> That's my champ. Uh, That's no, but definitely, man, I, I, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing so much. You, I know that your partner, Rolo, sometimes, uh, he started jumping in on this too, right? He was at, he was at the first land portal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited that you guys are doing, not only that, you're wrestling, you're writing, you're, you're out here, you know, pimping your, pimping your wares, which we'll get to here in a sec, you know. Uh, as you can see in your background there, Mr. Mashbone and Grifty, which we're huge fans and supporters of, by the way. Definitely go check it out. Mashbone and Grifty, they're everywhere. Soon to be somewhere else as well. But let's check let's check in with a, a real quick story I have. Because I, I don't know. I'm going to get your take. It's not about greasy foods, but maybe leads to what I'm talking about. What? <laughs> I've been having oh. weird nightmares and dreams. And I hear food fucks with that, right? Like somehow it like impacts you, right? So check this, right? Have you ever had a dream? Where you go, oh shit, like that's that was, I mean, we've been vivid, right? Oh damn, I thought it was real or all this, right? But have you ever had a dream that you forgot really happened? Like a memory came back, like, oh shit, that actually happened. Yeah, that's that's called getting drunk. I don't know. <laughs> it's called blacking out. <laughs> that's called blacking out. <laughs> that happens, right? Like, no, check this, right? Quick story. I was a teenager. I was up to my eyeballs and, and hormones, if we'll use that word. And um, I snuck out of the house, man. Worst thing you can do, by the way, if you're listening and you're a kid and you're with your parents, worst thing you can fucking do is sneak out of the house at night. Your parents think, thinking you're asleep. That's the worst thing you can do. And I did it a lot. Is it? Is it really? It's the fuck. One of the worst. Okay. One of the worst. <laughs> do okay, it, do it. Fucking Menendez it movie, cool. right? Every, Don't every, fuck, man. Every no, dude, I did it a lot. Teenage movie starts like that. Like, yeah, but this like, isn't. We don't live in can't hardly wait. Yeah, you know, that th- doesn't doesn't work that way. But I lived in. Well, well, well it'll make sense. I probably lived in like my vida loca. <laughs> <laughs> so I snuck out of the house. I had a girlfriend at the time, and it was that time where she's like, "Come over, cause it's gonna happen." I was like, "Oh shit, cool." Like, whatever it takes. No car, no way to get there. I had to get there. And this wasn't, like, across the street. This shit was a fucking trek, right? In car, you're looking at a maybe 20, 25-minute drive to get there, right? And so I snuck out of the house. I hopped on a bike. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to bike there. I'm gonna, this, is, this, is, this is my story. And so I bike around the corner to where a friend lives, right? 
And I got lucky once before. He was actually out there. He's older. He would have given me a ride. Nobody's there. It was kind of chilly at night. I lived in L.A. It was like, I want to say 10, 30, 11 at night. It's a little chilly. So I threw on this big orange sweater that I had, right? Just grabbed it, zipped it up, and took off. As I'm going down the street, a car kind of just zooms in front of me really fast. And I kind of stopped short. Right. And I go, oh shit, whatever. And I kept my mind is I'm driven. I'm motivated. I'm going. I don't care. And I go. And then like, the same car. Kind of, <clears throat> gotta catch them all. Uh I the car comes back around, kind of gets kind of goes drives past me as I'm going up the street. It goes past me. Then it reverses and reverses to where it cuts me off against the um the banqueta, right? Like right there. Come I go, shit, I can't curb. really move in the curb. These two dudes jump out. And they look at me, they're like, hey, man, you're in my neighborhood. There used to be a gang called like Southlos, just like this tagger gang, right? And he's like, oh, Southlos, right? Latino kid. This is, these, are, these are black guys in this neighborhood. There's, there's Hoovers, which is a very known uh, black gang here, at least in LA. And so they stopped me and they're like, hey, man, you're Southlos. And I was like, nope. But it just so happens. I'm a traffic control worker. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm wearing, wearing orange. orange. I'm on an orange no, fucking but- sweater. <laughs> It just so happens that the Southlos wear orange uh, and they're known for tag banging on bicycles. Oh, well, you and, had it coming, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I was asking for it, right? <laughs> so I'm there and uh, I kind of like this with my bike and the guy goes, give me your bike. I toss the bike, take it. And then they look at each other and they pull a gun out, right? They and this is a dream. Out. And you're dreaming this. That's what you're saying. (laughs) No, but this happened to me. Yeah, okay. That's what I was like. Oh, shit. I remember that actually happened. The guy pulls a gun out. They look at each other like asking, like, are we doing this? Cap them. Right? And this is the part where you can ask me if I'm bullshitting or if it's not. Right? The guy pulls the gun and he's kind of hovering in front of him, like between the kind of like his waist area and his stomach, thinking about it. One guy's looking at him like, go, like, fucking do it. The other guy's kind of hesitating. And I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. Like, I'm frozen. Not kidding you. On my right-hand side, there's a driveway. I'm in front of a house, right? Uh, as I'm as they're pointing the gun at me, you hear... This cutlass pulls up, pulls into the driveway and goes... Scrapes its way into the driveway. And I fucking kid you not, they stop. We all look to the, you know, to, to that appropriate side where the car is. And the music going, dum, 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 the door opens, boom, boom, that, that stereo. Nine cholos just walk out of that car and roll up right behind me. And they go like, what's up, Ese? And they like surround me like a shield. In front of these two guys, and they start backing up like, "Oh shit!" And they kind of so like, you were from you? that gang. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so they're like, "I'm like, oh shit!" Like, whoa! And I stop, and I'm like, "This is not happening," but it is. And they kind of basically shoo them away. They pull their guns out, and they're like, "What's up?" And they hop in the car and say some bullshit, and they take off. Boom! Right. And so I'm like, oh, so they're so they're the ones serving and protecting the community. Hey, that was a, that was that was them protecting the barrio right there, yeah. right? And so then they look at me and they're like, "Hey, what's up, little vato? Like, like." And then they go, "So where are you from?" 
And I'm like, uh, nowhere. Uh, like I li- like, nope, hold on. Nowhere. Church. <laughs> nowhere. And then you think that would have been the moment where you go, maybe I should go home. And they were like, no. <laughs> I was about no. to die. I was about to die for this girl. <laughs> I'm gonna go let her know and get some of that sympathy. <laughs> then he then he tells the guy tells him, the guy tells me, Oh man, like where do you live? And I go, Oh, I live way down somewhere else, even though they were around the corner from me. And they're like, All right, well, you should avoid these streets, that street, and you should be good. Point is, I went there, made it, did my duty on the way back home. The police stopped me because I'm a fucking teenager riding around at three in the morning on a bike just like a gangbanger and I got brought home and all that. There you go. There's my story. But yeah, I dreamt that and then I'm like, oh shit, that actually happened. So yeah. So you replayed it. You didn't dream it. I replayed it. My brain, for whatever reason, said, you need to remember this shit. Maybe for this show, maybe for content. I don't know. But yeah, it actually happened. So I'm wondering, you guys ever had a situation besides blacking out where you dream something, but it's more of like a recollection, like something brought back to you like that. Yes. Um, one time I had a dream that I was um, I was peeing. Okay, I'm with uh, you. We cannot relate. And, uh, <laughs> and then like, it was a time that I peed like a week before, and then I woke up and I was doing it again. It was Whoa, yeah. dude. Flashback. It's a Twilight Zone. See, Oscar yeah. understands. Or it might have even been like a future P, like a like a minority report kind of P. Oh shit! You can see <laughs> you when you're gonna pee. You missed the oh. toilet. That's why. <laughs> that was the reason you remember. Yeah, I, I missed that's the toilet the by about like by like thirty feet. Yeah, he hit the mirror. So he. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one time he I missed. <laughs> one time I missed the. I've ha- I had that one once happen to me, but it was drug related i mean medication related oh, i woke okay. up with differentiate well <laughs> they're all drugs right all right like yeah. i woke up um uh I, I woke up with a bad neck i couldn't turn i was out on the field giovanni was with me by the way Stanley. another and, engineer friend and, yeah another engineer buddy we were out there in the panhandle out in the middle of nowhere and woke up was really bad i couldn't turn uh some uh, driller came into my room laughing at me, looking laughing because my neck was turned. So he, then he came back, felt bad for me, gave me a pill. So here's here's this is a painkiller, and he gave me a beer. Shut up, drink it. And then I took it, and then like 15 minutes later, like my neck, I could turn my neck all the way around. Um, <laughs> Exorcist, you like, yeah, like a chicken. And then and within the haze that it started hit the, the medication started hitting more and more, and I started feeling better. Just kind of, you know, get a good night's sleep to to actually work the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, late d- days later, I had a dream where I remembered peeing in the mid and between the two beds, and almost peeing on Johnny, who was another engineer that was staying with us. Um, and when and when I was peeing, uh, Giovanni came into the room and told me, "What the fuck are you doing, Walter?" And then I turned around and he told me, "I went like." Shh. <laughs> don't tell nobody yeah don't tell anybody and my buddy was like passed out and th- that stream was probably the, a foot away from him <laughs> so always wear sandals when you're staying at a hotel 
that's the rest don't kind of get it. Don't, don't, don't Lesson work. learned. Okay. Don't well, they, who don't says you can't learn anything from your primos, right? And it was it was at the it was at the executive inn um, east of Amarillo, Texas. Room four hundred five. Right. I mean, yeah. might as well break it down. Yeah. So. Oh shit. If you're ever there, in the middle of nowhere. But. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> wow, guys. Well. Oh, that was fun. Well, I guess it's just me then. But point is, well, it was an interesting situation. I need more sleep. I guess what I've looked it up online. Apparently, uh, the brain starts making you trip out or recollect things because you're not getting enough sleep. So it's you're, trying to kind of play catch up nah, on stuff that you, that you hard, should know and have. Your hard drive, your hard drive is full, and it's telling you to delete shit. And to play one more time before you get rid of it, move on. Um, it's sad, man. It's sad, but hopefully not. But <clears throat> right now, man, I mean, we're gonna dive into a different conversation real quick because it's important we talk about it. And I, we talked about it a little bit offline, uh-huh. but you know, the stat, the state of the world right now, it is the U.S. I would say right now, but you know, our microcosm of the world, the U.S. Yeah. Um, you know, the overturture of Roe versus Wade. You know, like you would think. Then, and I want, I want to supersede the conversation because. You know, I had hesitations because, like, well, we don't have a female guest that can really chime in. You know, prima, which, hey, anybody's welcome, ladies. Please feel free. Um, hit us up. But these are conversations that need to happen, period, because it shouldn't happen just because we happen to have a female guest or ally or a partner on. Same thing goes whenever we have conversations about, you know, same-sex marriage, LGBTQ. That shouldn't be the only reason we're bringing it up or talking about it. This needs to happen privately, publicly, because it needs to be addressed, right? With Between men here, there's no reason to sit here and, and, and stroke your ego, be bravado. It's a matter of simply, hey, we need to acknowledge this in every conversation we can because it needs to be heard. It needs We need to be loud. We can't be the silent minority. We can't sit here and go, hey, you know what? Maybe the primos don't want to listen to us about this, but you know what? Maybe you need to hear it. I met a man. This weekend, and I kind of said, hey, man, we're just kind of catching up, and we're friendly enough, right? And I brought up, oh, you see, you know, we're talking about, you know, civil liberties, just because he was talking about he's a teacher. Listen, he's a teacher, okay? And he mentioned, well, yeah, I was wondering, what are all those protests about? How it's not in his peripherals. It's not in his bubble. It doesn't impact him, so he doesn't have no idea what's going on where I had, I was kind of like, Oh shit, that you're telling me that you don't know what just happened. So here we are. It needs to be addressed. We're going to say, we're going to have fun guys. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, let's be real. This impacts whatever we do. This impacts us and our partners, our allies, family and friends, and even us men. So guys, what are your thoughts so far? Oscar, let's start with you, man. Let's, let's start there. What are your thoughts on, Roe versus Wade, what happened recently, and kind of where things are right now. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that because if we don't talk about it uh, uh, amongst ourselves, you know, amongst dudes or whatever, then we're just we're just saying that the conversation is not important. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, you have to have all conversations as as much as you can so you can understand the situation. Uh, you know, and also you should not stay out of the conversation if you think it doesn't apply to you. You know, because it will it will apply to you. You know, if you say you don't know anyone who has um, had a miscarriage, well, that's bullshit. Because you you 100 percent do. 
somebody just doesn't trust you enough to disclose that information to you, mm -hmm. you know, because it, because it's a private matter. Well, first and foremost, yeah, yeah, and that's that's also the root of this whole goddamn thing. It it, it should be a private matter between the person uh, going through that's it. That's true, yeah. And also, um, and it, uh, another big part of this is that sex education is just so fucking whack in this country. There's there's grown ass adults in their forties that literally think that pee is stored in the balls. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> like and, 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 and like that that, that I remember like, I remember when I used to think that too. <laughs> it sounds like a joke, but it's hundred yeah. percent true. People don't dudes don't know shit about women's stuff because like we're we're taught to not give a shit about it, and 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 we're literally not taught it. You which know? which is not too bad unto itself. Until we start getting to the point where we want we want to dictate what they do with their bodies, which is Ex exactly <laughs> exactly. If we don't, and like the people doing know. these law, the people doing these laws, you know, uh -huh. like the, the the guy who cried in front of the world about how much he likes beer, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, that guy's dictating, you know. Oh yeah, and he's also a alleged rapist, right? So mm -hmm. it the for them to do these laws is completely fucking whack and. And like you shouldn't have, for you shouldn't have to have personal experience for this to affect you, mm -hmm. and for you to be mad about it, um, and and it's not also like you shouldn't have to jump to the extreme cases as well. Like yes. me personally, me yes. personally, I have somebody extremely close to me who would have died if it wasn't for a life saving abortion, and I'll say that word again: life saving abortion. Like it saved her life. The, the uh, having this abortion and there's probably like three or four other people very close to me who were in the same situation but don't talk about it you know yeah uh because you know it's none of my fucking business and it's a personal thing that it hurts it's an emotional thing and but at the same time that even if that didn't happen to 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 this person that's very close to me it shouldn't matter because it it's it's a it's an important thing, and plus, it was a life saving abortion, but it shouldn't have to be, the the abortion, for and I'm gonna say that fucking word over and over because yeah. a lot of people are not pussyfooting over this thing, they're saying you know uh, uh, reproductive rights, which is good, it's true, but we gotta we gotta fucking say it, abortion, you know, uh, and that shouldn't be it shouldn't have to be a oh what what about the extreme cases you know what about the extreme cases they should be it should be okay to do that yes but they all should they all should that, what yep. reason what reason should somebody get it that's their own business you know i uh, I, I think that you're which is which is you're, you're crying about a wearing mm -hmm. a mask last year and you should and, and they're still crying no, about well, that because you no, should no, be no, doing but it. We, we yeah. don't even have to go that far back. Like uh, the, the Supreme Court just came down with the ruling uh, pretty much uh, striking down uh, a New York law that uh, limited uh, their second, uh, second Amendment rights to carry guns. I'm not too well versed on it, but the, the essentially what they said was uh, gun rights are should not be legislated by the state. It's a federal. So because, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But then all of a sudden when it comes to abortion right they're saying oh that should be a state's issue like it, it, the federal should so then it's like how, how do you 
how do you justify that in one occasion you're like the government we want less government yeah right so we want less government but on one you're okay with more government yeah. so it's it's i mean the battle plan is very simple i mean they they're not lying they're not even lying about it anymore they're yeah. coming out and being very honest guns gods and babies you know guns gods and babies that's their that's the platform and there's no there's no health care for these babies yeah there's no there's no there's no formula milk <laughs> there's no formula jeepers <laughs> fucking christ there's there's none of that and all it is it's class it's class it's uh keeping the poor folk poor keeping them more poor keeping it keeping it like that and cuz i don't okay cuz think about it this way too for some reason if you think about it in, in, in the sense of how the state of the country is at the moment, economy and whatever else you want to tag on it, if the Republicans would shut up and say nothing, the Democrats would lose because it, it sucks right now. Gas really high, Ukraine, uh, inflation, shrinkflation, you know, there's protests, there's uh, unionization trying to be, you know, they're, they're trying to unionize at fucking Walmart, no, Apple, Amazon. Starbucks, like there's a bunch of shit going on right now. So some are saying that all the Republicans need to do is shut the hell up and let the Democrats lose the elections and lose Congress and lose the executive later on. But for some reason, they're coming in doing this, which then to me says like, okay, that that means it's going to galvanize everybody. And if I if I if I ever doubted, like because I didn't like what Biden ended up doing. Uh, you know, politically speaking, what he promised and didn't come through with. But I was like, you know what? I didn't like I didn't like Biden, but I didn't like uh, Trump, so I helped vote him out. But then all of a sudden, they're doing this. It feels like political suicide to a certain extent, because then even people, even moderate people on the right, already accepted and were okay with uh, Roe versus Wade. So to me, that seems like they're just. Let's There's they're, they're making a they're making a move. Yeah. And this was this was that this move here is gonna fuel everything else, which is scary. Okay. They their plan, they were willing to sit there this fucking diabolical way uh -huh. yeah. of we're gonna sit here. I'll take my good eight to ten years of being called evil, racist, right? All this stuff, because like you said. The Democratic Party isn't fulfilling what they said they were going to do, and they saw it. They saw a weakness. They said, you know what? Let's play the long game, and here we are. And now everything is in line to be fucked with. Same-sex marriage. Yeah. yeah. Thomas Clarence yeah. brought, brought up same-sex marriage. Yeah. Same-sex marriage is on the—he brought it up. He brought it up saying that the government should not— It should be a uh, state's. It should be a state's right. No, there. not just that. That the government itself should be that the constitution should not be the dictator, which is funny. They pick and choose dictator of the laws for each state. They should be moderate yeah. and fair across the board. But then the gun issue comes up, and oh no no no, the guns are oh can't can't touch that right. You know I I read this tweet uh, that was sent out a friend of mine, and I'll give credit to it was due. Uh, this is from at Kate Willett. Uh, she said this, things Biden can do. One, set up abortion clinics on federal land inside red states at Elizabeth Warren's idea. Two, federal telehealth services for abortion pills. Three, funding for abortion clinics and travel vouchers. 
for nearby states. None of this is waving, quote unquote, a magic wand. So they're not unrealistic things. You can get an old, you can get a fucking cell phone by the government for free, right? You can get uh, vouchers for rideshare programs for free. You can get on these programs that people constantly, you know, either either abuse for the wrong reasons. And I get it because I I, I was in a situation where I couldn't. I tried to get assistance from the government. You know, I was in a situation where I couldn't afford to, to just feed my feed my kid. It was just tough. And it's annoying. It's heartbreaking. It's enraging whenever you see somebody manipulate the system, right? And because of one or two bad apples, it spoils it for those that need it. And I get that. There's a concern with the government on all sides saying, we want the right people to have this help. You just need to make it available, period. Don't put up barriers. Don't put up gatekeepers. Just make it available. The money's there, right? The if you really want to help, do it. And I think that this is this goes beyond left and right as far as for yeah. me because I'm like I'm done. Yeah. Like I sat there with Walter the same thing. We've had the conversations. He gives me the hardest time. Oh, we voted Biden. And I go, yeah. What the fuck else was I gonna do? Right? Yeah. It's not I a blame game too. here. Yeah. That's also and remember, remember, hold on, hold on. You'll get your moment. Get your moment. This is also what they want. Yeah, they infighting. want us to bicker and infight, mm -hmm. blame and point fingers, as opposed to what Oscar's saying. Like, look, fuck. Th this is a problem flat out. It's not our business. Everyone's so wound up about, hey, my privacy, my rights. Cool. Everyone in the fucking United States is about it's that. It's they're, they're, Why? They're just, it's not a bipartisan thing. It's all mental gymnastics. Like when it came to the to the vaccine, no parents should decide whether they get their kids vaccinated. Now with the whole uh, uh, gender affirming care, they're like, no. If if parents allow their kids to go gender affirming, whatever you're you're grooming them, you're, you're grooming them. This, this child the, is the state the state should come in and take your kids and 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 raise them for you. So it's like they fucking do some fucking shit in their head that just kind of justifies as long as it's so it's but I don't know they're comfortable and we know the term a net banger right a guy mm. that goes hard on the internet talking shit yeah. right let's be real primos that's a lot of us out there yeah we all do it we are fucking net banging about beating the drum about doing something and like Oscar's saying but when we're at work and the water cooler chat goes oh yeah the Roe versus Wade shit what, what was that about yeah we don't bring it up. No, fuck yeah. Let's talk about it. Start swinging, you know? motherfucker. <laughs> Start making noise because this is the reality of it. If we don't know what's going on, you know how upset mm -hmm. my wife got because we read a we read a, this uh, mm -hmm. post. And I don't. I, I gotta find it to give him credit. Credit's due, right? He says the new American dream is to leave it. You know, it's like yeah, fuck. Sure. Like damn, that hit me in a way of like it's funny but also sad because it's like shit. That's true. To, like if I could leave and was economically able to sustain what I'm doing and, and be able to move, think about it. But it kind of touches base internally too, right? Internally. Because if a family in Texas has a situation that they need to take care of that for their for whatever reason, it's not economically possible for them to leave. 
But if I want to move to California where it's available, guess what? I can't afford to live in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a luxury. It's a class thing. Like echoing what I was saying. It's a luxury to have American civil liberties. I mean, people who can afford all that kind of stuff, well, they're they're possibly in a higher class. So everything that's happening right now will not apply to them. They can fly somebody... They could fly their cousin out to a blue state to get an abortion. No, no problem. You know, it, yeah. it's it's gonna fuck up the poor people, and not and by poor I mean everybody that's everybody that's not a millionaire. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't have a million yes. dollars in assets, you're just cause, like if you don't have a million dollars in assets, you're just that, like the rest of us. Like you're not. Right. You know. Like, I mean, you may be able to go to Whole Foods every so often, but. Uh, you still look at a bill and be like, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> so, because right. um, it's, I mean, I don't know if you were be hearing about people that can work remotely. People have been like, boom, going to Mexico, going to Central America, living there and remotely working in the United States because that American dream is no longer viable here, but it is viable somewhere else via the United States. So it, it, it is something of concern, what you were mentioning in terms of just. And that's another reason why companies yeah. are trying to get rid of remote. Because uh, if you're if you're in a if you can move somewhere where you're in a better situation, that uh, that's one less thing that a company can dangle that has in control of you. Like there's okay insurance. So, was one all, all these all these companies that are saying they'll match, not match. They'll reimburse you. They'll pay. They'll pay you to like fly out if you need to get an abortion. You first have to pay it though. Like that's <laughs> but, so yeah yes yeah, like but, Google announced yeah, that yeah. yeah yeah but even even if let's say like well fuck I'll just you know get into my savings that sucks but I'll be reimbursed whatever like let's say you can still do it mm-hmm. that is still something your the your job has in control yeah. you know I can't leave my job because if I do and and we need this then I'm fucked you know uh, like that kind of situation and so. It, it's just a big web of, of, of caca, you know? It's a fucking, we need Medicare for all. We need healthcare for all. We need, like, uh, so there was a time when I didn't have, um, I couldn't afford insurance. So I got onto the government website or whatever. And, yeah. lo- like, to, over, to oversimplify it, I got on the government website and I'm like, hey, I don't have any money for insurance. And they said, okay, well, then your insurance is free. What the fuck? I have to be dead broke to get free insurance? Yeah. Like, that's nuts. How come it can't be free for everybody? This is bullshit. I feel you. We talked about earlier, right? I couldn't be on WIC. But my friend that lied and did everything to, to hustle the paperwork gets whatever they need. Or I see the lady roll up in an Escalade to the WIC office. Yeah. And so here's the thing about those guys. And I know, like, there's some, if you know them personally, there's some personal feelings. I completely understand that. Yeah. But, but fuck it. More power to them. If they can fucking do that, they can do it because it should be free for everybody. And that's uh, where I'm at. I get it. Like, why there's so many walls put up against it? But because yeah. of, like, we, I mean, to, aren't, it shouldn't aren't be they, it shouldn't aren't they, to, right? Like, isn't, I don't know if it's Biden or something, but aren't they getting rid of free lunches at schools? 
that's not right Biden, now, it's the Republicans and Biden. It's reduced it lunch now. I like it. And that's the thing, like, hey, like, you can hey, go ahead and another 40 million. Yeah, like, like, it's it's not Biden doing it, but you can go ahead and give him some blame because he's not going to do shit about it to stop Yeah, because he's going to be like, no, motherfucker, here you go. Don't do that. Or, or, yeah. or at least... Like, so, he shame he, him. He can at least shame him, right? Like what one of the doing? things he campaigned on was 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 codifying Rovers away to law. And That's one of the things he campaigned. Yeah. That's a, so it's a straight up lie now. So and can like, you can you can you explain a little bit of what that means? Codify. It, it's part of the law. Like you can't. Yeah, fuck with he it helped. He helped usher and make it in. Make it make it part of the law. Like he helped Protected, usher it in. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah. you can't fuck so, with it no more. So now, like, and what happens when it? And they had a month. Maybe or maybe even more because they because of that leak, and what yeah, they yeah. do. The only thing they did was everybody started typing out email campaign emails. That's the only thing they did. Donate, please and donate. Then, as soon as that thing happened, as soon as the, it, as soon as it was repealed, I got an email. What? Nancy Pelosi's asking me for fifteen bucks. I saw. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw her on TV, motherfucker. What does she need my fifteen dollars for? She's no, 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 hey, no. You know what the oh, fuck wait a about uh, Pelosi? No, no, you know no, what no, the no. uh huh? No, you know what the fuck part about fucked up part about Pelosi? And you probably all know this. She was out there campaigning for Cuellar, who is yeah, no uh, who's li- who no, literally no who's literally a repub a, a, a Republican. He votes Republican, and he's a Democrat from down in Latin. There's a lot of there's a lot of that in the valley. There's a lot yeah. of that. Shit so valley. so she's out there. She's out there <laughs> promoting, pushing when when her when his opponent, um, who just lost because they did a recount and she came short. She yeah. was pro uh, pro choice, and they all talk about pro choice. But all of a sudden, like you said, all of a sudden this comes down, and they come in with the like like at church. Yeah. So I read. <laughs> I read some like you know because uh, you, you the bubble of the internet is all fucked. Mm-hmm. I read this thing and it goes along the lines of this happened because the Democrats got too too lazy to act on it, and so because of that, this is why they're having the call to action. They were all in on it, and it's like I don't want to say that they're all in on it, but it does feel it. that way. I'll say it, man. That's because that's how I feel too. I feel they're all in yeah. on it because. Because they're in a class that th- that's not going to be affected, you know. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to be affected at all. Uh, none of nobody's no politicians' kid has died in a school shooting, so they yeah. do not. They're, they're they do just not, all they, they have to do, do is, is yeah. All they have to do and, is send their their kid to a vacation to California, and be and if and if one of and if a child of a congressperson or the fucking vice president or whatever the fuck. Gets killed in a school shooting. Well, guess what? Hell's yeah, there'll be a new fucking law the next day. No, there won't because the NRA is just gonna give them extra money to shut the fuck up. You know, like well, the what... NRA, the NRA did declare bankruptcy recently, but there's always that... ways around it. <laughs> they're so still around. The that, that was that's, that's just an act. Like they're still around. Uh, I hate to be cynical like that, but I do sometimes feel like it, they're all in on the gag because the only reason they didn't they didn't codify Rover's way because they don't got shit to campaign on after that. Yeah, they need something uh, to fight they for. They could. Now. They could have a lot to fight for, but Rover's way is such a huge one that they're like, we'll stick with that one. You know. And that's, and now that's that what not, I said, right? Like that post, I said, I was like, no, I don't want to think that way. But then it's like, fuck, yeah. it does feel and that so, way. In addition to Pelosi, Joe Biden sent me an email that day, man, and I was like, Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden now wants fifteen dollars. Like he said, he would codify it. 
he didn't, even with the advance that it was going to happen. And then now he's like, oh, well, now you got to vote in fucking November. Like, for what? You guys aren't <laughs> yes. doing your job. Yes. You know, the only reason the only reason that I'll vote Democrat in November is because the other guys are going to do do it, do bad shit faster. Yeah. You know, so the slow reason- down. Isn't it sad that you're going to be a martyr? Like, we're going to yeah, just going like- to throw our bodies in front of this fucking bus and go, fuck it. Let's slow them down. It's sad, right. man. It's a, I'm not the guy that's like that. Like even previous times, you guys know if I'm listening to the show for a while, I'm very like the the optimistic. I'm very like let's go vote, let's make our voices heard. But if all we're gonna do is throw our throw ourselves in front of that bus, you know, it, it sucks. You know, it yeah. really does. It, it's hard not to feel just, you know, like the fucking disenfranchised. Does it feel like that word could gets thrown? thrown around all the time the disenfranchised the disenfranchised but i literally feel that's the american voter everybody that's everybody now yeah that's that's everybody i I don't have a franchise i don't got a mcdonald's (laughs) i don't got an arby's right i don't got none of that shit if i had if i had a couple a couple sonic franchises i'd probably be on the other side like my like my friend the other day what are y'all yelling about what are y'all complaining about you know sadly but you know primo's this conversation is good. We said we, we talk about how we need to have these conversations anytime. You know, just continue that conversation online, but also offline. Don't be a net banger. Like, just do something with that. You and know, I'll like say, yeah. I'll say one last thing about that yeah. as well. Um, once they once once these politicians, in my opinion, once these politicians hit the 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 above state level and they start going to Congress and doing all this bullshit, they're bought and paid for. They're they're useless. They're fucking useless. At least that's what. That's what the evidence is showing. Um, please, 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 please vote in your local elections. Yes. Prote- protect your neighborhood because that's where shit gets done. You know, that's, that's where right. shit gets done. Vote in your local elections. Uh, I mean, if you have a wild hair up your ass, uh, campaign, you know, you want to fix it. <laughs> fix it. Yeah. Because like those crazy yeah. MAGA motherfuckers, I'm a, them. Yeah. They're, well, they're joining the school board. You know, yep, they're joining the school board to te- to say what your kids can and can't learn. They're joining, uh, you know, the local chapters of like your fucking, you know, local uh, government. PTAs and yeah. Um, uh, so and we need a little less of them and a little more, you know, sane motherfuckers. Amen, man. Definitely, I I, I echo that. I've always you're right. Even that that's the local level. That's where shit happens. That impacts me daily. That impacts our kids. And let's not ignore it. Like let's just let's do it because, like you said, let's slow the fuckers down. To try to get a, you know, they have that hype. They believe that hype that they got it, you know, and they just run all the way up the fucking flagpole. Like, can't do that anymore.
But let's talk about risks. Let's talk about change. The things that apparently a lot of people in this country and industry and business are scared to kind of kind of tackle. They're very good at keeping the, the status quo. Oh, hey, that worked. Let me just keep copy, save as. You know, just fucking. There's no reason to try something new to really venture out to put your money, your time, your effort behind something. But I know one thing. I put that on five meets, Mr. Oscar. Like, share with us where you are right now in 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 your in your creative side. What's going on with Mashbone and Grifty? Like, I want you to hear a flex. You know, I want you to kind of uh, just talk about it, man. Like, talk about something new that's that's happened to you guys. And I want you to kind of just really sh- just take over, man. Tell us what's going on. <clears throat> right on. So, if you don't know yet, Mashbone and Grifty—that's our comic book uh, coming soon from Chispa Comics. It's about two dummies who haven't done shit with their lives, so they decide to become private detectives and help their local community. Problem is, all they do to become private detectives, they print out a bunch of flyers and put them all around town. Uh, That's not a very good idea when you live in a town that is in desperate need of saving, of heroes. So these are the only guys who want to do something, so everybody starts flocking to them. They're wildly uh, unprepared. Fucked up shit happens. It's comedy. Action, action-packed action comedy. That's what I've been calling it lately. Uh, if you like The Boys, if you like Rick and Morty, if you like Scooby-Doo, if you like, insert name of thing you like, if you like that, you will like <laughs> Mashbone. You will like Mashbone and Griffin. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Uh, it's the best. It's the funniest comic mm-hmm. you haven't read unless you've read it. And then it's the funniest comic you've read. And if you don't agree with that, you're lying. I own them. They're dope. They're fun. They they cater to a. They scratch that itch, man, in the back of my mind. Like, oh shit, they they're referencing Bloodsport. You know, like yes, like that's so yeah, me. Uh, like, yeah, sat, uh, satire, parody, pop culture. We got all that shit in there. It's good stuff. Definitely, man. I'm a huge fan of Mashbone. So let's talk about Chispa for a second here. Like, let's give some love out to Chispa and Scout. Right, Scout Comics, and yeah. and definitely the love that they're putting into not just you, Mashman and Grifty, but also working with Mucho Mas, which we know Mr. Hector, Mr. El Peso Hero, the big muscle there, yes, is really sir. pushing forward to have representation for the Latino, Latinx community and creators. So really, really like a round of applause for them. Insert, uh, what is it, applause track here. Uh, <laughs> but definitely, let's, let's, let's have you kind of... Uh, brag about Chispa and Scout and kind of what they've been doing for you and your partner Rolo. So Rolando Esquivel, my co-writer, co-creator, me and him, we've been doing this comic for a while. And uh, we made friends with Hector, who of Pestle Hero fame, who is, the you know, one of the guys in charge of Chispa. Yeah. Uh, Scout Comics, who is like a really hot independent publisher right now in the world of comics. They blew up uh, over the past couple of years uh, in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And they and they did that through, for lack of a better term, fucking punk rock, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, their books. Uh, when I when when we got this deal offered to us, I went out to the store. I bought a bunch of Scout comics. And first of all, it made me happy to see. Oh shit! There's a lot of Scout comics at the store. That's yeah. good. That means that they're for, for for real. And so I bought a bunch of books. I started reading them, and I was like, wow! Like some of these books are not hitting with me personally. Okay. 
but they are like, but it's, but I can acknowledge that it's good shit for somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. By that means, oh, it's it's a diverse thing. This book right here is not for they're me. Taking it, they're taking a chance. On yeah, this book is not for me, but I'll acknowledge that it's good. You know? Like um, Godfather. You know that movie, Godfather? Have you guys heard of that movie, The Godfather? That one movie, I think it's like from Francisco Coppola. Yeah, some of y'all might not like me, but because what I'm about to say, I don't like that movie. It's just not for me. I don't like it. But but you like, but I'm not going to say. But I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. It's a but Tango and movie. But Tango and Cash. Oh, fucking oh, Tango and Cash is a real one. <laughs> you want to get sticky? Dun, dun, oh, dun, dun. God, um, Captain Fantastic jumps over the couch. Ah, hells yeah. Fuck. So, uh, so I, you're like, I don't like The Godfather, but I'm not about to get on my horse and say it's a bad movie because it's not right. It's just not for no. me. So okay. So Scout's so, just—it's really good at giving you. If if you go look at Scout right now, look at their site, for example, look at their titles. Yeah. You're gonna have a plethora of options. Everything from fantasy to dark horror to dark future to yes. to, to so, yeah. So some of the some of the books didn't hit for me. Some mm -hmm. of them some of them hit real fucking good. So like um, what's like uh, Grant Morrison said this about Image Comics like 15 years ago, and I'm gonna say it. I'm going to okay. rip him off, and I'm going to say it about, about Scout. Scout Comics right now is the HBO of comic books. Nice. They got they got something for everybody, and it's all outside-the-box bullshit. It's such good stuff. I said, And I said bullshit in that sentence lovingly. Yeah, I mean, I started looking into it, too, whenever we got news about you guys joining Scout and, of course, Chispa. I thought, it was, we... a, I thought it was a dating app, by the way, when I said Chispa. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you follow Chispa and Scout, well, let me tell you, let me, let me tell you real quick. You. About Chispa. So there was there was a girl in high school who who uh, who was like the ten for everybody. Yeah. He is like Chispa, and she had a crush on me in high school. Oh, uh, and everybody hated my guts because the ten had a crush on me. The and five, I, two point five, and, the, and, two and point I was, five. The, uh, the fucking two point five, and I was and and. Man, I was still a child, man. Like that chick was way out of my league, and I couldn't do nothing with her. I couldn't. So I, so I did not pursue her, and everyone was, called me a moron because I turned down the ten. Um, so like when, and her nickname was Chispa. Uh, and so when, when everybody was like, "Oh, you're starting a new company called Chispa, you fucking pathetic <laughs> loser!" That's I didn't name the shit. <laughs> I didn't name this shit. And then when, when uh, I was oh, talking man. to Rolando and, and when Hector mm. was like, yeah, the name of the, the, the company is going to be Chispa, Rolando looked at me and he gave me that look and I was like, you motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, baby mama was like, oh, we're going to interview yeah. so, five so like, and everything. And she yeah, said so, the same So thing. expanding on what I said about, about <laughs> Scout being the, the new HBO of comics, they are now branching off and they have their own divisions too. Like Chispa is not the first uh, offshoot label of them. They have a, a, a really dark horror uh, label as well. They have another one I, I can't think. They have a, a kids one as well called Scoot. And so this is just them broadening, broadening, broadening their horizons. And uh, they, I don't know how the deal went. I don't know how it happened. But Hector and and David Bowles uh, got hooked up with Chispa, and they're in yeah. charge of it. And when it came time to find content, uh, we were one of the guy. We were one of the ones they. They contacted because number one, we have content. We've proven that we can get shit done. 
and you know, toot toot tooting my horn, all our shit is funny as fuck. And you and we're gonna fill that void of incredibly funny comics. I mean, there there are incredibly funny comics out there, you know? Sure. There ain't enough. And so we're <laughs> we're adding to that. You know what comes to mind when somebody tells me, like, hey, you wanna read really fu- recommend me a funny comic? I do five meets, but chew from image two mm. was fucking hilarious to me like i love the dark humor to it it's it's goofy enough you you vibe in that world you know match one and grifty does that like once you get hooked into the world and the characters and you start learning like you're in like you kind of like leave that world leave the rest of it behind and i mean yeah i'm excited man like it, what was it they also did um attack on uh, acapulco right that was yeah, the one that I, I got it right here so we are the first out of the gate we're the first book. We're the first book from Chispa Comics that's gonna come out. We are the guinea pigs. We're gonna we're gonna bust that hole wide open uh, for everybody else to come in. So we got uh, let's see, we got uh, Katrina's Caravan. It's a horror anthology. That sounds really cool. We got Black Demon yep. Tales, the mm-hmm. collected sightings of Mexican Mexico's first notorious Meg Megalon, giant fucking shark. Um, the Fantastic Flame, a superhero book. So now, so we do have a cape comic. Yep. Uh, Dial F for Foodie, Fine Dining and Cold-Blooded Murder in Portland, Oregon. And thanks, Romina, a contemporary and necessary workplace story. Each one of those is wildly different. Wildly different. Yep. And and wildly different from ours as well. So, like, you got everything. Um, so once let these me, books are let out... Me, let me ask you when when you guys get under something like this. Um, I'm not too aware of the comic book world, but you get picked up. Does that mean that you reissue everything out, or do you start from scratch, or how does that, in terms of content that you're going to start putting out? It's uh, it's well, I, we can only speak for us. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, one of the reasons they did like us is because we already have so many things out the gate, and like we have quality fucking stories. Quality books, they're they're for the most part they're done. They do need a little bit of polish. The because I have to I have to resize everything now because mm-hmm. I printed them out in tiny manga size. And uh, yeah, they were like now, Tijuana Bibles, you know those old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that from now on. They were originally <laughs> Tijuana Bible size. There you go. <laughs> uh, or those that don't uh, know, they're the the the. The adult little yeah. Uh, yeah. comic books that you would find at the Mercadito yeah. in the corner. Yeah, they were they were originally uh, uh, Mormon flyer size. God, <laughs> but uh, depending on what podcast you're on, you can use either one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but we're we're gonna print them now standard comic book size, which is larger, which gives me more room, more space. Mm, so, okay, and I'm not doing one to one. I'm not just resizing it and calling it a day. Oh, Once I resize okay. it, I'm like, damn. Uh, there's more room on this page because I'm keeping the text the same. The text, the text size in the the Tijuana Bible size was readable. So, uh, so I'm so this is that. the uncut wow, edition, okay. the sixteen by it. nine, the full. This you is know, it. This, this I'm is not it. gonna. I'm not. I'm. My plan is to not fuck with these books anymore. The ones I've already done, like once yeah. they're out, once they have that Scout label or um, the, the Chispa label, this is it. It's time to move on. You know. Uh, but here's the ac- extra incentive. Like I'm, I'm redoing some stuff, redoing some pages. Yeah, for, for a certain book, not issue one. Issue one was fucking perfect. Uh, issue two and three need work. I mean, I think issue. If we're gonna touch on it, wow, 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 my wow, favorite. 
my favorite. Can we say it? I mean, one was my favorite because of just oh, that ending, man. I, I fucking love it. Like, I love just to, like, uh, you got to read. I don't want to give it away because yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorite things. So yeah, just definitely check out episode so, uh, one is my favorite. Yeah, and, and this is all this is what we're doing also, which is very, very exciting. Um, so if you bought a Mashbone Grifty comic book in the past, you bought it from us, like literally. Yeah, and we had we had four issues. We did a Kickstarter that had all four issues combined. So, and if you have that, you might be thinking, well, I could skip the first four issues of Matchpoint and Griffey from Cheese Bus. Wrong. Why would you say that? Why would you say <laughs> that? You're so wrong. Because this is what we're doing. Uh, we're spreading them out. That's no longer one, two, three, four. We're, uh, we're dropping um, the first two issues, and then we're dropping a new issue in between that. And then we're doing number three, which used to be three. And then we're doing another issue in between that, and we're doing it that way. The first wow. two issues will be the first two, and then the rest are spread out. Wow, so what, be, but I get more content, too. I get more art. I get more background. Absolutely. Kind of, the story's a, there. But it's, uh, now, are these no, all color? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh. Everything's in color now. Uh, it's going to look real nice. Um, yeah, because the, the, the original low floppy ones were black and white. And we're not doing that. I mean, the reason we did that is because it was us out of our pocket, you know. It was yeah. Budget, you know? yeah, sure. So, I don't blame you. Not no more, man. Now it's in, you know, we're doing it in color. But that speaks to the content. Do you understand, yeah. Primos? If you don't know it, that speaks to the content, right? They came out the gate with a book in black and white, that size, to stand out and make a dent, you know, in the, in, in this this market with us, especially the you know, comic book consumer. Out. And plus... You've put this is your this is everything for you right now, right? I mean, you've you've put all these eggs in the basket with Chispa and Mashbone and Grifty. You specifically, Oscar, and I were talking a little bit beforehand, but this is it for you. This is where your energy, your time, your effort goes into this book, right? Absolutely. Now, and I'm going to keep it completely real here. Uh, if you're a fan of Mashbone and Grifty, uh, buy the buy the Chispa versions because. If you if the Chispa versions don't sell, there won't be new episodes. There won't be new new uh, stories. I and need so more Matchman and Grifty, so I need and yeah, order, definitely. And in order to please, in order to please, like we're doing this for the fucking world. Like these are going to be in stores nationwide. All right, that's awesome. But I'm still thinking about those folks who bought the original ones because because y'all, if it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be here. And that's why we're spreading out the old stories. We want you to keep reading them, and we want you to look to find to have new content as well. So there will be new stuff in between the stuff that you already bought and the stuff that you already bought. Man, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit! I'm so glad I bought the cheese version of this." Because yeah, so because much the art. Now, let's talk about the art, right? Like just the art itself. The art's gonna. Let me you know, put words in your mouth. Whenever you've bought something like that, or I've done it beforehand, <laughs> put, it, it in, put it in. I know. <laughs> cram it in there and put the words in there just yep. so you know. but the art itself will change to just get better we're talking like cleaning up lines popping a little more the yes. backgrounds are going to change because of the fact that you have more room there's more more of a different instead of four colors now you're working with 16 colors like you're you're working with a lot more you can appreciate the depth of the art like oh shit that looks dope you know like the details yeah, uh, i'm going nuts man i'm going nuts with shit like there's uh, we we love uh, 
part of matchpoint of grifty is the the appreciation of excess uh just fun uh jumping over like the barrier of like of um no you probably shouldn't cross this barrier because it, it over there it might be kind of fucked up like no we're gonna jump it and we're gonna do it in a fun exciting way and we're gonna bring you along for the ride and everyone's gonna be feel feel good everyone's gonna feel safe uh you're gonna one barrier that that you've jumped over through and into is you know big big news man what's what's one th what this this is going to be launching about second week of July. You and Rolando will be at San Diego Comic-Con. Talk about that feeling, dude. That right there. You guys are going to be at Comic-Con. Talk about that. Yeah, I won't really be able to process it until after <laughs> the fact, man. But like, but holy shit. Yeah, San Diego's the one, right? It's yeah. the one. Yeah. I was reading an old comic book. From the 90s last night and i decided to read the uh the page uh like the um the writer's page you know how they add yeah. like like the people writing in and you and the the writer of the book responds or whatever mm -hmm. like oh like stan, uh, stan soapbox and even in the 90s stan lee was talking he's like and then there's the the biggest comic book convention in the world san diego comic-con and last <laughs> night i read that and i was like fuck that's right. It, that and that's where we're going, man. That's so what is that feeling, dude? Like I get like goosebumps because I know you guys, right? Like I know you, the relationship we've built over the you guys, past you years. guys were you guys were there in person when the seeds were planted for what became Chispa. Not not actually what became Chispa, but for us to be involved. Yeah. For 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 five meets to be involved. You were there for the seeds to be planted because we were talking a lot of shit that night about how like we all need to we all need to band together. And let's talk about that real quick because let's give props where props are due, right? Do you know that it felt like the Disney Pixar story that when they're like, "Oh, we drew this shit on a napkin at a meeting, and this is where we developed, you know, Inside Out or Wally." Like so, it yeah, felt so like, like at that meeting. Yeah. So I, so. So what happened was after a convention, it, it, we, me and Rolando were like, it's time to, it's time to like get people to band together. Maybe let's all put our money together and like start a publishing company, an indie public publishing company by ourselves. We have one book, but together we have like 10. Isn't that rad? Uh, and like, that's not how Cheese Bus started. Like, I don't know how Cheese Bus started. It's completely independent of us, sure. but, but we would not be in the conversation for Chispa, if we hadn't talked all that shit. Because but you know what? It's not talking shit. And let's be fair to you, right? You walked in there with a goal because yeah. it oh, was yeah. time. I, I meant, I meant like, this is like, this shit that we talked, it was fertilizer. This yeah. is the shit that you buy at the store to make plants grow. That <laughs> shit. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't the shit that's downstairs on the lawn where they need to pick it up. And it was, lawn. it's awesome because me and Walter akin to that meeting, we're like, we should not have even been at yeah, that like, the fuck are we, doing? We, we don't create anything but we were able to see <laughs> and chime in no and, you, and you all create shit you create shit you definitely I brought a bottle that. i remember that <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm, uh what do you call it so yeah like because we were so animated that night talking about how we should do stuff that's one of the reasons that we were we were also in hector's mind when it came time for him to, to find people and yeah. so it was pretty much um, 
like oh like you guys talked all that shit like it's time to nut up right like yeah it because and it's trust you know we 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 talked all that shit but we did it in such a, a sincere way where like we hope we hope that nobody thought we were talking on our ass you know like we're no ready because you had you had it you had content to back it up you believed yeah. in it the fans that supported you motivated you right like you didn't sell millions of copies but shit when you sell a few hundred you start crouching to that you're like fuck like something we got something here which is something yeah. to say like I, i've been finding out that like to be like bestseller or whatever like you don't necessarily have to sell that many anymore right it's like uh yeah books are down books yeah. are down yeah so, like, so comic books is like one of the few ones where it's actually coming up. I have right? a goal. I have a goal on my vision board. I'm not gonna say the number out don't loud. Don't say yet. it. No, yeah, don't say I have, it. I have a goal on my vision board here on like how many copies I I want the book to sell. And at first, I was like, oh, it's a big ass number. But then, like you're saying, Walter, looking through the 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 the, the sales, comic sales on like Diamond and all that stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, like, oh maybe we can do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Comic Con, right? So Comic Con's yeah. coming up, right? Is there anything fantastical? Am I gonna be able to buy a Mashbone and Grifty bobblehead? Like, I mean, <laughs> what's? I mean, cause fuck, dude. You see these guys right next to me? Yeah. Like, uh, my son has a bigger collection than I do. But like, well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, y'all buy the comics, and let, look at. And I'm not even saying anything because I know anything. Because I sure. don't. No, I, I don't. I'm just looking at the facts. I'm just looking at what happens with other people. Uh, and I'm looking at what Scout does, uh, and I'm not even gonna like put the actual tangible stuff out there. But sure, look at Scout, follow their Twitter, look at the shit that they do with their books. You know, if you want any of that cool stuff that Scout does for Mashburn and Grifty, buy the books because they find if if your book is selling, Scout's ready. Scout's ready to like uh, add to support that. it. You know, they're ready to support it, and they're ready to. Uh, do things, uh, non comic book things with it, you know. That's cool. And and you know what, man, we want that shit. We want that non comic book shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we- uh, I'm a fan, dude. Like I love your writing. I love you guys because like ever since we clicked up, I was following your work. I dug the work. I was like, damn, this is fucking smart. Like it's not just. Don't get me wrong. You have some goofiness, right? That's that's fine. Yeah. But comedy's hard. We talked yeah. about it. Like comedy's not just show up you know farting dick jokes and then you're done right like kevin smith says right but like your shit is it 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 carries there's heart in it you know with terry blass last week we talked about that he has to sneak in depth with comedy right absolutely and i said damn do you think that we're past that he's like no because it's easier to digest something difficult with that comedy pill right like it's like in so many words, right? Like, here's a funny idea, a funny story that you're gonna just laugh, and then when you're done with it, you're like, "Damn, I I got something out of that." And I and it's Meshwin and Grifty isn't the fucking like, like you said, the padrino that you really uh, enjoy. Uh, but we're talking about it's a great heart to these two friends that genuinely want to help the people in trouble. Right, yeah, and you have goofiness into you. You akin to gamer culture, and you're involved in that industry, and, and comic book fans and TV tropes, right? And you also put some heady, heady stuff in there. You know, it's 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 not just a comedy gag book. So if you never bought the books, buy them from Cheese by when they were launched. Do you have a 
date? When should we start seeing these? You said in about a month. Comic Con. Yeah, Comic-Con, they're okay. they're, they're going to be on sale at Comic Con, uh, or on that date. That's when you can get them. And um, so we're going to have the ash can, which mm-hmm. is which is going to be uh, the first twenty four pages of the first rule. And you're going to want that because man, Scout goes nuts with those the ash cans. They and, and and the fans do too. People love buying those Scout ash cans. Like to what I've heard, they're the Tales of Blue Demon has an ash can, right? Right now they do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, we have a special treat Black for Demon. the. Excuse me. We have the spe- uh, special treat for the San Diego Comic Con as well. Uh, and this is a scoop for y'all. Uh oh, scoop. We haven't talked about it yet, and I haven't even tweeted about it yet. I'll probably tweet about it later. Uh, sure. Not today because I'm gonna go uh, watch Beavis and Butthead all day. Um, nice. <laughs> so we have a variant artist for the uh, San Diego Comic Con book. We have the Ooh. cover that's my cover, mm-hmm. and then we hired Mr. Jay Gonzo. Oh, nice! Yeah, we I love his fucking work, man. Yeah, we commissioned so him so good to do a, a variant cover for Mashbone and Grifty. And let me tell you guys, it it's oh, it's, you're a dick because you're not gonna show me. Okay, it, but it's, it's cool. It's beautiful. It's so uh, fucking good. I'll sh- I'll show you all offline. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, Primo. Think- that's the, the little bit of a <clears throat> follow, follow five meets on Twitter and you'll see it. Ah, oh, there you go. At five meets, everybody. But no, ooh, I'm excited because because he'll post it too, I'm sure. Dude, he did a Henry's book too, right? Um he did Henry Barajas book, Tata Rambo, and he did his own book, uh oh, yeah. and he's gonna be at San Diego Comic Con and he did uh this really crazy uh poster for image comics that he's selling at comic-con so if you're at comic-con get get the jay gonzo variant of matchbone and grifty go over to his table and he'll sign that shit there you go for the collectors out there yeah, I, don't, I don't know if he'll charge a million dollars for it that's his business but that's know. on him <laughs> so are they gonna nestle you in between like hall h and like all the marvel announcements so you're right there in the middle of it i'm not sure where it is uh but i do know for people who have been to comic-con uh, it's where Dark Horse used to used to be. Cool. So you got a good spot. So I, I would assume Dark Horse had a good spot. Oh yeah, shit yeah. No man, it's it's cool. It's exciting to be able to know that you know two friends, two primos of the show are out there doing it. Man, you got there. You you're at Comic Con. Like shit. You know, like to be there in the mix with thousands of people clamoring to just see the work that gets to make it there. How many people make? comic books and can't get there yeah and it's it's part of our plan of you know uh, world domination man no it's part of our (laughs) plan of world participation that's what's up man oh shit i just came up with that there you go Uh, write it down write it down like like we got to make our own table yes i completely agree we need our own table but we also need a seat at that table you know what i mean we need both we, I we want two our, tables. <laughs> yeah, we got our own table. All the tables. We got our own table right here, and then there's a. We need an empty chair at that real good fucking table for for our primo to sit at as well. You know. Yeah. We everybody Definitely. needs a seat at that big table, man, and and that's what this is, and that's what Chispa is supposed to be. Uh, at least that's how I feel. Uh, so thanks to Scout Comic because they reckon they recognize that, or else they wouldn't have done this. Um, seat at the table, man. Hells yeah. 
You know, let me let me kind of uh, push push on beyond this because I'm excited, of course. And Comic Con for those that uh, do follow it, know it'll be the 21st to the 24th. Is everybody else that's on their roster going to be out there too, or no? Not this time around. Um, this time around. Uh, again, like no pressure, <laughs> but by the books, no pre- no, well, no, no, no pressure. But San Diego Comic Con, Chispa Comics, it's all about Mashbone and Grifty. Okay. Wow. Now they are going to talk about. They will talk about the other books, but we're going to be the one that that's man. Be there I'm for proud of y'all, motherfuckers. Twenty first to twenty first to twenty fourth. Twenty first, definitely. Of course, we'll see stuff online. We'll win a retweet and repost stuff for you guys. Of course, man. Just a lot of the primo base is out of Cali, from what my analytics tell me, because you know I'd be watching all that. So if you guys are fans and you want to go to Comic Con, yeah, you can go see you know pictures of the next Ant Man, but you want to stop by. The Chispa comics in the scout booth. Definitely. You want to check out Mashman and Grifty. Say you're a primo. These guys will fucking give you high fives, you know, especially if you come from the show. And who knows? Maybe they'll sign something if you buy it. So uh definitely, definitely check out. But I have a question. It kind of, I don't know, just kind of came to mind. You guys are not a one-trick pony, and maybe you can't share, but like would you do something besides comedy at some point, or do you feel that this is your wheelhouse? I know you said that. You're filling a, a a need right now for Chispa or and Scout, right? But I know you guys enough to know that there's a lot more layers, right? Like, have you guys ever had that conversation? And is there inklings of that? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, if I were if we were to do something other than comedy, like a, like a drama and period piece and all that, all that stuff, uh, sure. It all. I mean, the answer to everything is yes. You know, because <laughs> because I'm not going to say no to nothing like yeah. that. Like it would be very close minded for me to say no. Like, no, I'm all about comedy. Like I'm all about comedy right now. I'm all about Mashbone and Grifty right now. You, If Mashbone and Grifty becomes such a success that, you know, that I have time to if, work on other stuff. Then when, 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 I, when, when, right, when, yeah. when yeah. man, like. <laughs> I'm begging you people to make Mashbone in space. Let's rally the troops and let's make Mashbone and Grifty so popular that I don't draw it anymore. That they get in a fight. Let me, be ono shows up, let me be Tom McFarlane. Let me draw the cover and that's it. You know? That's it. You, uh, somebody else takes it over. Yeah, somebody yeah, else draws because, it. Because let me tell you, like, like, for an artist, sometimes you get you get very possessive about your art. Mashbone and Grifty is, is my baby. I love them so much, I, and I'm very protective of them as well uh, on what they do and what they don't do. Now, uh, Jay Gonzo is now he has the the um, privilege of being the first person on planet Earth besides myself to have drawn Mashbone and Grifty. He's the yeah. first person other than me ever to draw Mashbone and Grifty and uh, have it published, you know? Uh, and, and, that's when a, I, and that's a Comic-Con exclusive, right? Yes, that's a Comic-Con exclusive, yeah. Uh, but of, um, actually, I can't even, like, guarantee that. It might be for I mean, sale. Hey, you know what? It, might be for sale on, it might be for sale on Scott's website during that time as well. I'm not, I'm not 100%. Uh, but... When I saw that picture of Mashbone and Grifty, oh, the cover, and Eluch is on there, Bonfilo's on there, and like, holy shit, I'm looking, I'm looking at my baby universe. 
Yeah. And, and, and I did not create it. I did not draw this drawing like, like somebody else did. And it looks so, it looks so amazing. First of all, like I did get teary eyed looking at that shit. Um, and it felt so good. It felt like, like that was one of the moments where like, uh, uh, uh a moment I'm never forgetting, gonna forget. Like, like this is a moment, like to remember. You know, yeah. like we like, and I want more of that. I want more of that shit. We have a, we have a variant artist lined up for New York Comic Con, which we will mm. also be at. Hey, and I can't wait to see what she creates. That's dope, man. It's That's cool because it's like you said, there isn't. Not to say that there isn't, but for example, like the great barometer is you have kids, right? Yeah. And what are they watching? What are they mimicking? What are they aping? Right? My kids over there, like watching, you know, like what is this? Oh, this is this one character. I'm making a Roblox about it, or I'm doing mm -hmm. this about it. The minute you walk into a room and see them doing a Mash One and Grifty level on Roblox, and you're like, oh shit! Like first of all, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? This this ain't kid shit. <laughs> it's not for kids, man. But how much, <laughs> dude? Talk about kids. My kid wants to watch the Beavis and Butthead movie. You know, I know we'll we'll touch on that here real quick, but yeah. like. Kids are gonna get into what they want to get into, man. You yeah, know, and yeah, especially to, yeah, like you know, and I'm gonna be don't worry about here. it. Like they're this is not we're okay, we're okay boys. With, like we're okay no, with I'm, violence. I'm gonna we're, be completely honest. It's like sexual. <laughs> yeah, that's America. It, anybody can read our book, man. Like yeah, it, it's a it's a mature audience book, but you know what? Fuck it, man. Like it's not it's funny. <laughs> it's fun. It's my kid's twelve, and he'll read it and go like, "That was funny," or he recognizes you know, the yeah, the the, you know, the, uh, the callbacks. You know, Grandma's watching a special uh, special victims unit on TV, and the kid's sitting on the couch. You know, yeah. So, so don't don't yeah. come at me. Yeah, I Those feel you. No man, I'm fucking killing yeah. each other. So. I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys. I'm really happy for you guys. I'm pumped out Chispa, and I hope to have Hector on to talk about it a little more once he's able to share more. Hopefully, get David. I feel like I have to earn David to come into the show. I have to kind of get there. He's cool though. Every time I've interacted, <laughs> super cool. But um, he definitely yeah, not, uh, David definitely has an an aura about him. You know, yeah, yeah. it's bloodlust. No, but it's. Um... <laughs> I feel I feel very privileged that like. Like, I don't even know if he likes me, but I feel very privileged that he doesn't hate me. <laughs> That's the back of the comic book. It goes, hey, David yeah. Bowles doesn't like me, but he doesn't hate me. There you go. Like, I, I don't know if he likes Hey, Dave, oh. if you're listening, I like you, man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. No, it's super cool. Every time <laughs> I see his stuff, uh, even some of his kids' books, like the novels, the junior reader novels, yeah. like we picked that up too for my kids. So, yeah, I'm a fan. I hope to get him on. Um, but no, definitely like to move past this, of course, you know, we want to kind of just chat a little more because we try to try to uh, put stuff in here. What have you been watching, reading recently, Oscar, to kind of lead into it? Um, something you can kind of either recommend or want to gab about because we're all we're all game for it. Uh, well, Wait, what do you do? What do you do while you're working on Mashbone? I mean, <clears throat> what, what, while I'm working on Mashbone, mm -hmm. man, I'm I'm listening to. I'm listening to either music or old wrestling on the on the speakers. Uh, usually, when I'm working on Mashbone and Grifty, I'm watching something that I've already seen a million times. So it doesn't so it doesn't break my concentration. Oh, okay, but but I do need that. I do need that um, something else happening. Separation. Yeah, I can't. I can't just work in silence. Uh, but when I'm not working on it, um, 
I finished Obi Wan, uh, the the show. Excuse me, yeah. Obi Wan. Uh, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Uh, it didn't need to exist, but but I'm kind of happy it does. <laughs> Damn, you know what I mean? No, for real. <laughs> like, statement. <laughs> is, it, is, like, it, is it is it because you've been watching you and McGregor get older? You know, like you're. Because I remember going back, it's like, God damn, he looked so young back then. And then it kind of nostalgia kicks in, and you're like, oh yeah, here he is now, getting a little bit older. No, because isn't that what Star Wars more... is? Living off on nostalgia, you know? Tim, yes. Like a lot of that yeah. content, a lot of that content is pretty. Well, much. that's a yeah. I don't know if we have time to get into it, but that's that's a problem that the entire entertainment industry has is that they're relying, they're weaponized. I don't want to say weaponizing because it sounds, it sounds because it sounds evil. You're attacking your wallet and you can't. But they are. Like, but yeah, I just gotta do it. I just got. But they're do weaponizing it. nostalgia, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, and all of it, what it's doing is just it's it's consuming your time, you know. But then so, going go, going back to back to risk, where we were initially were talking about, does that mean there's less? There's a. I mean, there's always been that hesitation to do anything other than stick to. Yes. Like so that and that's you know, what nostalgia. made. That's what makes cheese spa such a huge, such a risk mm-hmm. is it's all original shit. Like, like I read, like I went down that list of the, the books that are coming out, you know? Yeah. Katharina's Caravan, Black Demon Tales, Fantastic Flame Dial F for Foodie. Thanks, Romina. It's all new shit. It's all original stuff. Mash one of Grifty. It's um, now we, we have, we have callbacks and like fuzzy nostalgia, uh, pop culture stuff in our book. Yeah, <clears throat> but but you don't have to even know any of that stuff to enjoy the jokes that we have. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, we we make sure to make that stuff funny, regardless of whether or not you know. Um, oh, this gag is from this, or this gag is from that. Like, it's not important to have to know things ahead of time. You know, uh, I think that like with like Star Wars and Star Trek and Stargate and Starfly, all that junk. I say junk because I'm not a super fan. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I'm not a Stargate guy. I'm not a Firefly guy. Like, you know, all these like sci-fi-ish stuff. Walter has his his, his, his likes and dislikes, but like, I feel that like sci-fi, especially you think would be a field that would experiment a lot more, right? That would be open to a lot more because like, what is it? Love, Death, Robots? I fucking dig that. And I'm, and it's not the typical sci-fi, right? So I would love to have a deeper conversation, you know, where we can kind of go like, hey, like you said, the weaponization, I'll say it, of nostalgia, because that's what it is, man, yeah. right? Uh, but as far as what, what have you been, like, besides Obi-Wan, what else have you been into? <clears throat> Let's see. I've been reading a lot of comics, mm-hmm. uh, a ton of fucking comics, um, especially this week, man, because this week, uh, oh, I did a comic class for kids. Oh, cool. uh, shout out to Austin Batcave in Austin, Texas. They gave me this gig okay. for a week where I taught kids how to make comics. And not just from a technical standpoint, but from a brain standpoint, how to think when you make comics. Uh, and I should take it your was, class, man. I need to. I it, was ver- it was very. It was very. It was master o- class. <laughs> it was very. Oh, I, I don't know about master class. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Shit. I can teach kids. Uh, but it was really good. The kids learned a lot, and one kid made me cry by uh, it, in my head. I'm too much of a cry outside. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she said that like um, she appreciated that I didn't dictate uh, her, how she drew, like her style, because like too many teachers have told her to stop drawing the way she draws. 
And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck that bullshit. Draw how you want to draw, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, dope. So, yeah. Uh, now, here's the thing. Like, we talked about weaponizing nostalgia. Um, a couple of the books that I've been reading, a couple, couple of the new books I've been reading. Savage Dragon, I'm guessing. They, 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 they capitalize on that, like Savage Avengers. Ah, okay. okay. Here, let, me, let me turn off this thing real quick. Yeah, you, real quick. How do you turn You would that just on? click the background. Oh, settings. It's a little too, yeah. None. All right. There you go. So, Savage Avengers, I'm reading that. Ooh, it's fun. The yeah, the art is fantastic. It's 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 a fun book. Uh, it's enough to keep me going, I guess. Uh, Jurassic League. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to do some really fast reviews. Jurassic League is... Go for it. Uh, it's good for kids uh, because the art is so rad. There's action. There's like... I haven't seen this much action in a book in a long time. And it's really good action. The art is phenomenal. The storyline is meh. It, because like the first issue, they're redoing the whole Justice League getting together. I've seen that a million times. I don't yeah. give a shit. Uh, and like, <laughs> and it, and and I don't mean this in a bad way, but that once I realized that it was good point. Once I realized this is written for it's written for children. Yeah, right. I don't have I don't have to be so high and mighty. Like, gotcha. Okay. I'm not gonna diss the writing. It's written for children, and it's written for children in a popcorn bubblegum way, not in a uh, very smart and clever. You know. Yeah, because I'm reading uh, X Men Red right now yeah. when they're on Mars and that's the whole Krakoa stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you have to have your skin in the game with the X Men right now to exactly. just keep up. Yeah. So I feel so like, yeah. uh, and kids, kids need clever, smart things, but they also need this bubblegum, this bubblegum bullshit. You know? Yeah. And yeah. this is good. This bubblegum bubble bullshit tastes good. <laughs> uh, I'm also reading uh, Twig. From Image Comics, uh, I haven't read Twig. What's Twig like? It's fun. fun. It's fun. It's calm fantasy, uh, Jim Henson, Dark Crystal kind of stuff, but in a okay. fun, acceptable way. I like it. It has all the tropes: uh, un, you know, un, uh, unready hero, hero's journey, prophecy, this prophecy that you okay. know. Like it's cute. It's fun. Uh, by the Horns by Scout Comics. By um, the Horns. Yes, this book is rad i read the whole uh the whole series there's a there's a new volume that i haven't gotten yet but i read the entire first volume of it and it's super good man it it, it's just so smart and the art i love the bite size the bite size worlds we can get with comic books right it's always been a thing for me like to be able to get to chew on that for a week or a month depending on the book right and just be able to kind of live in that world right nowadays everybody's kind of bombarded with full full seasons ready to go full yeah. volumes you know full everything and the trickling out of it lets you appreciate it so that's why we right. want to buy the five meats we want to buy their bash one and grifty when they release the series out because those little bite-sized morsels if you would will yeah. help feed the crave the craving it'll help us keep coming back <laughs> but um you know i've I think we're going to kind of cut it down here, Primos. We've had a lot of fun with Oscar and um, not to cannibalize everybody's day. But I appreciate you, Oscar, for coming on, talking. I know it's not going to be the last time, you know, we'll have you on. We'll have you on for sure right after Comic-Con if you'll have us, you know, to kind of talk about that. Um, Have Rolando with you so that way we can have the the full five meets instead of 2.5. 
but uh, where can everybody uh, find you? Like, what, what can uh, social socials? Where can people find your stuff? Uh, um, where can they hear you, and see you, and engulf the five meets? Right on. So you can find us uh, all social media at uh, at five meets. So La follow at, follow follow at five meets, and uh, you can get all our you know figure out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You can also follow Chispa Comics. Uh, at Chispa Comics, and also follow Scout Comics online on, on their social media. So if you follow all those three, you'll know exactly what we're doing. And uh, find us at Comic Con, uh, July twenty first to twenty fourth. We'll be there. We're gonna have a panel. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be signing our books. It's gonna be rad. It's gonna be so fucking yeah. rad. Uh, also, but the two weeks before that, uh, July 9th, Slam Portal, Austin, Texas, Central Machine Works. I'm going to be wrestling. I'm going to be in a battle row for the Mega Wolf Mode title. I will be there. Heck yeah. And if you can't be there, follow Slam Portal uh, online. Just just look up Slam Portal and uh, you can watch the live stream as it happens. Awesome. Definitely, man. So we can have the content on both ends visually. Visually with the comics and the, the streaming. But you can also, of course, listen to your primos here at my primo's podcast orally oh auditorily or orally auditorily mouth well, you're you're, you you're giving us oral and we're taking it uh well, auditorily. Wait, and auditorily i'm giving you oral auditorily nice okay. i like that yeah, yeah, yeah. let me write that one down primo's thank you for listening we appreciate you guys that do follow remember we have the voicemail now where you can leave us your thoughts let you come and know how much he needs to just pick a name and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts on Five Meets and Oscar here. Of course, we'll share that with everybody. Of course, Primo's always been fun talking amongst Primo's. Take care. Adios. Bye.